BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. I'm your co-host, Carlene Higgins, and I'm here as always with the lovely Jill Dunn. Hello, Jill. Hey, Carlene. You've got a good hair day going on today. And hey, everyone listening. If it's your first time tuning in, we're here every single Wednesday as two beauty editors turned podcasters. And we're telling you what's damn good from product reviews. We'll tell you what's hot and what's not in new market drops. We also talk to founders about their cult hit products. And we cover topics that are in the beauty zeitgeist. That's right. We speak to the industry's tippy top experts. And we have a great one for you today. All of that in just a sec. But first, if you're a longtime listener, I really hope you're wearing your merch as you're listening. Because I hope you all know we have merch. We have a damn good sweatshirt and a beautiful coral color. It's so cozy and it's going to tell everyone how damn good you really are. And then we have our long sleeve tee with our new Breaking Beauty mascot, the Winky Lash. He's so cute and his neon green and we love him. Or they, or it's a her. We don't know. Yes, absolutely. We love them. them. Lashes for all. (laughs) Exactly. I am so excited to see everybody wearing the merch. Please do tag us on Instagram at Breaking Beauty Podcast. And it's available now in the Dear Media shop. We'll link to that in our show notes. We've got so much feedback in our DMs about our first merch drop, our first apparel drop ever. And I'm really excited to see all of you wearing it. It's so fun for spring. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the topic of the day and today's guest. We have the scalp therapist herself, Bridget Hill, coming on the mic. She's going to be talking to us about hair loss, scalp health, hair health, and more. And this is a topic we've been wanting to cover for a while. Jill, I remember at the end of last year, you sent me the article in The Atlantic. It was titled, The Year America's Hair Fell Out. And it just so aptly described a phenomenon that everybody has been experiencing. That's the sign of a good article. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we just, we need somebody who can answer this on the mic. And little did we know that this topic was going to rise to pop culture, to all that anyone's talking about with the Oscars. And of course, what happened with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith 
It's just all anyone can talk about over the past week. Yeah, I think if there's any silver lining about that wild night at the Oscars is that it's done a lot to create awareness around alopecia. I personally didn't know that Jada Pickett Smith had alopecia. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It is such a complex topic. And I am really glad that we have someone as formidable as Bridget to answer all of these questions. So Bridget is a certified trichologist, y'all. She's based in Palm Beach, Florida, formerly New York City. And that's where she sort of came up in the business of hair. But she was actually an editorial colorist and did some styling. So she was working on like fancy photo shoots and then working at some elite New York City hair salons. She worked at Guerin, Oscar Blondie and Paul Lebrecht. So it's like she knows hair from root to tip, literally. Yeah. And I had to ask her what a trichologist was because I didn't know. So more on that. Yeah. She's going to tell us herself, <laughs> but she is really well versed in how hair and the scalp works. And she actually developed something she's calling the root cause scalp analysis. So she does virtual appointments on her website and we'll link to that in our show notes as well. Mm-hmm. And she helps people to assess what might be causing their hair loss. Yeah, it's all very personalized. So mm-hmm. in today's episode, you're going to get more of kind of like an overview what the most common causes and solutions are. Here's a little bit of what we're going to be exploring. We're going to be talking about the different types of alopecia and its causes. We're going to discuss receding hairlines in women and men. Oh, it's on. We're going to talk about hair loss due to stress, which is happening en masse. We know Mm -hmm. that also due to COVID along Mm -hmm. with some helpful solutions. We're going to talk about seborrheic dermatitis, which I know we had a question about in our Facebook. And we're also going to get into the one, two, threes of giving yourself a scalp facial. Mm -hmm. Like why wait until something goes wrong? Let's look after her. Let's nurture her. She's a part of our face. Just tie her up. She's also going to talk to us about her thoughts on the skinification of scalp care. There are so many skincare brands coming for this category. She's going to give us her take as a trichologist. She's going to give us the real talk on supplements, at-home remedies, and whether those in-office treatments and red light therapies are actually worth the money. As always, we'll link to everything that Bridget mentions on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. So here she is, the scalp therapist herself, Bridget Hill. This episode is brought to you in part by Way. Hey guys, Carlene here. So we're talking about scalp care today, but just before we dive into all of that, I want to pause for a second to talk about something that's essential to me for my hair routine personally. So for myself, I could not function without a rock solid detangler because even after I use conditioner, when I get out of the shower, I'm always left with this bird's nest right at the crown. It's all tangled. It literally would be impossible for me to run a brush through it without a good leave-in conditioner. It just would be totally unmanageable. So lately, I've been using and loving the leave-in conditioner from Way. It's a multitasking powerhouse that basically does it all. It's hydrating, it's detangling, it's fighting frizz, and it even acts as a heat protectant, which I love because when I do my hair, I like to curl it. And you know, I've got the heat blasted on like scorch level, right? I want it curled. I want to get out the door and I want it to last three days. So the fact that this one protects up to 450 degrees is awesome. And what I really like about it is that it does what it says. It detangles my hair without it feeling greasy at the roots, which is important as well. It's like you have to have that good balance 
where it feels soft, but it doesn't feel like you have another layer of product in your hair. So for protection from heat, dryness, and frizz, the way to healthier hair is Way's best-selling leave-in conditioner. And it's color-safe and cruelty-free as well. If you like scent, it's got that North Bondi scent. You may have tried it in some of their candles or other products from Way. It's like this floral with violet and white musk and bergamot. But I like that it's not overpowering. I'm a bit scent sensitive. So it's like it's got some scent, but not too much. That's major key as well. Discover a new way of life with the leave-in conditioner from Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BEAUTY to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BEAUTY. Hi, Bridget. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast. First of all, I've been doing my research about you, and I happen to know that before you became a trichologist, You actually were a hairstylist and then a hair colorist and you worked on like glam photo shoots. So how do you go from that to becoming a trichologist and studying the scalp? So really, I was an assistant editorial hair on the hairstyling side. But me personally, my professional career started as an editorial hair colorist. Mm. And, you know, and I hated color in beauty school because the chemical, it's messy, but I found out I literally have this science brain in hair. I thought I was always drawn to the aesthetic fantasy of hair and beauty and fashion. And mm-hmm. when I finally got out of my idea of what I thought was and was in New York and see chemistry and color and hair texture and hair type and surrounded by these phenomenal who don't get the creds that we see in the magazines, right? Of course, like I was obsessed with Darren and Orbe and all of the, Ola Day Gilbert, all of the people that create these magical looks on the runway and on the covers. And then you start recognizing behind the scene, there are people who really keep the hair, like integ- the integrity of the hair. And I became fascinated with the magic of the science that went on behind before the head of hair even went to the shoe. I'm sure there's people listening going, WTF is a trichologist. What is a trichologist? What do they do? I don't even know the definition. Can you tell us? (laughs) So a trichologist, we study, uh, it's a science, it's a paramedical science. And so I'm adamant about making sure we say paramedical, which means it belongs on the side of, it coincides with dermatology, medical, your gynecology, any type of science or medical condition is that paramedical science that studies the effects of scalp and hair as a result of some other medical condition, some other medical science. So we're not an entity that is like, we're the dermatologist end all be all. We are a paramedical science. So we honor the relationship between the body and all abnormal scalp and hair conditions. Okay. And I want to talk about the slap that was literally felt around the world at the Oscars recently. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of opinions on Instagram and that's fair, but I feel like I want to hear your opinion. How did this hit for you? I'm going to keep it all about the condition of alopecia. As we just said, we both know, all of us sitting here know that just scalp and hair or scalp is so understudied and we don't really talk about scalp health. I suffer with an autoimmune type of alopecia called CCCA that affects American women or women that have African ancestry in their DNA. 
It's called central centrifugal cicatricial alopecia. So we get these random spots, which is ex and it's also an inflammatory alopecia. I don't know Jada's alopecia she suffers with, but because mm -hmm. she has hair fibers, I'm assuming she has some underlying other alopecia that's not necessarily inflammatory. So alopecia is any type of massive hair loss. I'm trying to use layman terms. It creates any type of spacing or, or large areas on the scalp where hair just seems not to grow. I don't want to confuse that with what we call telogen effluvium, where people just see this massive shedding and they're like, oh my gosh, my hair's falling out. Alopecia leaves a, a mark. You visibly see it. So I am not aware of Jada's, but I always feel like she has the most beautiful shadow on that gorgeous face. So for me, it was how much the lack of information we have on mm -hmm. conditions that really create hair loss and how women around the world for years have been trying to manage that. It also heartbreak of someone who wakes up in the morning and you see a bald spot on the top of your head. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to it on many levels. I think most important thing that struck with me is it's important for us to be having real honest conversations about this. And there's so many ways to be addressing it, not from a hiding it or being embarrassed, but there are ways to embrace it. And of course, mm -hmm. not all of us have a face like Jada Pinkett Smith to be able to rock a G.I. Jane, you know, hair look, right. but it's, it's allowing the conversation. And for that, I felt a little, that is where I allowed my heart to go. It's like, this is the perfect time to truly be engaging in this conversation from a higher mm -hmm. point of view and from a, war, a, a more well-rounded point of view. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's been a journey for Jada and she sort of said, I think it was only in December that she truly was like, I'm not going to fight this anymore. I'm going to embrace this. Certainly, I have to tell you in our Facebook chat room, when we told our, those are like our top, top, most dedicated listeners that we were going to have these scalp therapists come on the mic. They're just like instantly, it just kind of exploded with questions. There's so much interest. So we we have so many questions for you. But one of them was, you know, certainly we had people in there with alopecia and they are wondering what they can do aside from steroids, because I understand that that is one of the go-to treatments. So if you're not ready to embrace, would you have any advice on that? Absolutely. So the first thing that we have to really consider when we're talking about alopecia is that alopecia is multifactorial. There's not just one cause. And I think that is what turns people away. When you're dealing with any type of alopecia, be it stress-induced, inflammatory, there's a deficiency in the body. The body is this brilliantly designed machine. And hair is a non-essential tissue. So whenever the body is going through things to heal, like our vital organs, heart, lung, you know, those things should take priority. Hair is not needed for the survival of the body. The body is a continual living mechanism and organism. When it comes to beauty, that is where I am in my career is helping women to make those beauty, body, hair connections. It don't matter what you buy off the shelf. If you're not, that body doesn't have what it needs, your hair is going to suffer. That's the first fact. So when you understand that, you've been like, okay, we have to take the next step. Do you have any lifestyle issues that may be contributing to alopecia? 
Are there stressor factors that contribute to alopecia? Are you on medication? Are you perimenopausal? On and on and on. And this is the brilliance of what a great trichologist does is that we're detectives. And what we recognize now finally in science, because scalp is such an understudied part of the body, structure of the body, because you have 100,000 hair follicles. Each hair follicle has its own DNA, mRNA. So really, who has time to really figure that out? Science is just putting those dollars behind to truly help us understand that. So you first have to understand what are some of those underlining root causes that may be triggering your alopecia. Because it's never just a one thing. When it comes to any type of hair loss, we have to be addressing the blood, the cells, and the tissue. And that requires a comprehensive approach, not only what's happening topically, but what's happening with you internally. So that's the right. first step is to take that review of what's really going on with your body inside. Right. So that's why people do an analysis with you, which I imagine is like a giant questionnaire and they tick off all the things in your life. It's probably kind of like a naturopath, right? You're like, I can see yes. that this is going on. Exactly. This is going on. It's like a multi-prong approach. But I do know, like, what if you know the cause? Like Lamisha, I want to say in our Facebook chat room, she was asking about traction alopecia which is pretty clearly from like tight ponytails and braids from my understanding. She was wondering if there's anything you can do to help grow that back. I don't know if you have any advice on that. First, you have to ensure that the follicle is still thriving, meaning there's blood flow and that requires a trichologist or a dermatologist. And mm. I'm assuming she's saying traction. Forgive me if I'm being politically incorrect. I'm assuming she's a woman of color or deals with some type of protective styling where there's tension going around in her hair. Vitamin D deficiencies with people, women of African descent is major. We know that for a fact. So mm. increasing your vitamin D intake, do not rely strictly on your blood evaluation and blood workup because those ranges are there for your general body and wellness. The ranges that we look out for healthy hair and scalp are much higher and different. Mm. And it also relates to the other aspects in your body and your levels, like your folate, your vitamin C, your ferritin levels. So as a trichologist, we look like, as you already said, all those multi-pronged questions, we are finding where those deficiencies may be internally. Secondly, mm -hmm. you have to switch. We have this very, um, we've made shampooing and hair care like the number one Thing that's required for healthy hair. Most of us have a very toxic relationship with our shampooing routines. My personal mm -hmm. opinion, shampooing has been made to be like the key all be all and no. And shampooing is a ritual that has to be customized to your own type, hair type and texture. And also what you're using to cleanse your scalp has to be adjusted depending on other types of factors. For example, you may not always need a shampoo. You may need some cleansing oils that could provide the same cleansing effect to the scalp without stripping with water and detergent-based things. So those things become very individual. So mm. there's also red light therapy. They're also topicals. But for me to be able to align the right solution mm. with the right client, I have to do that individual analysis to make sure I'm leading them on the right direction. And now a quick pause for one of today's show partners, Murad. Do y'all want to meet my new SPF BFF? 
Her name is Murad Correct and Protect Serum, Broad Spectrum SPF 45. And what I love about her is her pedigree because Murad is a dermatologist founded skincare line that's backed by clinical testing. So this is results driven skincare without any empty claims. I love that. And what I really like about this sunscreen is the application. It comes in a dropper like an actual serum. And this SPF protects without leaving behind a white cast. It goes on satiny smooth and it's not greasy. This is like my new everyday sunscreen. I wear it under makeup and it never pills. So I love that. What's cool is that it's 100% mineral SPF, which is great for my sensitive skin, but it's also an actual serum, meaning it's clinically proven to correct discoloration while preventing hyperpigmentation like dark spots and uneven skin tone. You can find the Murad Correct and Protect Serum SPF 45. For our Breaking Beauty listeners, we have a promo code. Shop Murad.com to get 20% off and get free shipping with your $60 purchase when you use code BEAUTY. Again, that's Murad.com, M-U-R-A-D.com. When you use code BEAUTY to get 20% off and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Happy shopping. And now back to our guest. And I think, Bridget, there's another phenomena happening right now. And I was obsessed with this story that The Atlantic published back in November, I believe. And the title of the story was The Year America's Hair Fell Out. And I was like, you know, this is a problem when The Atlantic is writing about it and not just like allure. And partly this was because it was a symptom that a lot of people were having from long COVID or months after they had COVID, some people were noticing this massive hair loss. And then, of course, just the stress that everybody's been under. I believe you referenced it earlier, telogen effluvium. I'm not saying it as well as you did, but so maybe you could help unpack this a little bit. And are you seeing this in real life and uptick in your clients? And do you believe there's a cause and effect happening? We know science knows any shift in cortisol levels, the, the inundation of epinephrine in the body, all of those things disrupt the hair cycle. There was another statistic that among the people who were hospitalized with COVID, that 22% were still dealing with hair loss months and months later. So I think to your point, we're still learning, we're still figuring all of this out, but that's interesting. Do you have any ideas like or have you seen this in real life in your practice? Absolutely. I have seen and, and have been managing that. And what we do in those cases is it's about, it is a combination of supplementation. There's some great hair supplements on the marketplace that are essential that we need to get into the blood. They're increasing vitamin D across the board. That's always been a position of mine. And there are some great topical products on the market that long what we call the antigen phase or the growing mm-hmm. phase. So it allows that hair follicle just to be rooted in a little bit longer. And it also sends like we kind of send a, we rewire the hair follicle to believe that, hey, you have to grow. So you need to take from those stores. And so as we're telling the hair follicle to remain to, to keep in its growing phase topically, I ensure that my clients internally, either through diet, supplementation, are putting the necessary X vitamins and minerals in the body so that the body and hair don't compete. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give them the result to allow that telogen effluvium to slow down for some of that shedding to reduce, to having them also, they have to become more mindful to breath. It is a multifactorial like approach, right? So it's mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit. We can't get away from that. And you can't stress, you cannot 
which is a hard thing to do when you're watching yeah. wake up in the morning, right? And like seeing hair mm-hmm. all over the place, but it's not going to assist you with getting to the long-term goal. Yeah. Right. And I'm curious about some of the supplements you talk about because it, it that feels like an easy fix. That's what we want to do. We want to take a pill and we want our hair back. And I'm curious if there are some go-to brands or supplements that you do like. I, I also like biotin is kind of a go-to, it sounds like, but... I also read that unless you have a biotin deficiency, it's actually not doing anything. So I'm curious if we could get into maybe more specific some of the supplements that you go to. You just preach the gospel. and any, So yes, <laughs> that's a great fact. If you are not biotin deficient, you are just making expensive urine. There are some supplements. We do know there's a huge connection with certain marine life. Companies have their own proprietary ingredients. I have amazing results with Viviscal Pro, Norquin mm-hmm. for women. And then I'm also for like my vegan or clients that have shellfish allergies or it's a product called Grow and it deals with the Ergo D3 that we used to get from our supplementation and our foods. But because of just in this 21st century, even our soils have been depleted of certain things. So Grow is a mushroom-based uh, supplement that has had phenomenal results on helping to extend that antigen phase in the body, providing the the nutrients that are needed for that. So those are pretty much the three that I practice or that I recommend, along with you have to also complement that with some type of topical approach as well to get the best Mm -hmm. results. And the body does not open overnight, right? It takes about 90 days for our bodies to really go through that system. So Anytime that you're dealing with shedding or hair loss, you kind of have to take some deep breaths and know you're in for a journey. But once you get that tissue to realign and to rebuild, you can have a lifetime of success because you'll have the right tools that are guided and directed for your particular condition and how your body responds to it. We were noticing on your Instagram that receding hairlines are not due to stress, though. So what causes a receding hairline in women? Is it genetics, just like it is for men? Or what is it in your professional opinion? Like the one name, but the one question you asked me is tractionalis, so hairstyling habits. Yeah. And it's also the first trigger of androgenic hair loss. Okay. Androgenic hair loss, when you see that, as well as hormonal. So when you're going through anything dealing with uh, thyroid issues, endocrinologic issues, menopause, perimenopause, postmenopause for women, hormonal traction and, and endocrinology, which is hormonal. So those, whenever you see hairline, that is what mm. you're dealing with. Something hormonal, something physical, a mechanical traction through menopause, thyroid any type of those hormonal triggers are where we see receding hairlines for women. For men, almost always it's androgenic, genetic. Is it true that hats make hair, like men's hairlines recede faster? I just have to ask. (laughs) I don't think so. We can't prove that, but what we can say that if there's an underlining issue, certain things can create triggers. And once you ignite that trigger, there is true that that traction can create some mechanical thinning. That's mm. fat. And with mm-hmm. that inflammation, anytime there's inflammation on the hair follicle, you have the potential to trigger something. So as the same way we treat, as I deal with women, Black women who wear braids or extensions, 
A hat can have that same impact on the hair follicle. And if there's an underlining issue, be it medications, be it genetics. So it's not saying that it can cause it, but it can be like a domino Mm -hmm. effect. Yeah. I mean, I guess that we did have a question from somebody in our Facebook chat room about, you know, she has a 23 year old son whose hairline is starting to recede. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Is there anything you can do to slow it down at that point? Yes. Immediately. No, you want to, this is when you want to start. He has to Mm. then create, like we do a skincare routine in his best interest. It's about, that's letting you know, I'm pretty sure of you, we did some digging. There's some genetic, underlining genetic. He wants to start having, creating an amazing hair and scalp care regimen, not overly shampooing with detergent-based condition, um, shampoos, start implementing a shampoo that is formulated for DHT. So DHT is the hormone that science has. Dihydrotestosterone is the culprit for male genetic hair loss. So our goal for men is to block that DHT. There are shampoos, conditioners, topicals, internal that have already been on the market that don't have to be prescriptive-based like Rogaine, Minoxidil, Mm -hmm. very plant-based, plant and mineral-based practice. There are certain conditions that do fall outside of that realm that can be treated in a very like holistic point of view. But until that point, you can be proactive and we know that these things work. So he should engage with finding a topical and use that two to three times a week. He should begin with minimizing and customizing the shampoo and routine. Should also begin to look at what's happening internally and creating either through diet or through supplementation, things that are going to block the DHT in the blood so that they're not triggering and exacerbating that underlining issue. Right. So it sounds like Rogaine is still like the go-to. But people do that. I think there's so many. No, there there are so many more things on the market. I think, and come on now, you guys know how the market has been inundated with all these topicals. I'm going to be honest. The majority of them are doing, have some good science behind them. It's a matter of preference. So I don't come to knock one or the other. There are mm-hmm. some great tools out there. And I think we're going to need those tools because based on your hair type, the density, the fineness, some might feel too mm-hmm. oily. Some, so you want options, right? We want the consumer to have mm-hmm. options, but you do have to address it topically and internally. And that was the one message to get across is it requires mm-hmm. a combination of approaches. It's just not a one thing is going to solve it. Jumping in to share a word from our show partner, Printfresh. Last weekend, I officially made my closet switch over from winter to spring wardrobe. Such a good feeling. And I was inspired to check out some fresh new spring PJs as well from Printfresh. So Printfresh is a women-owned and operated luxury sleepwear brand with inclusivity and sustainability in mind. With sizes ranging from extra small petite to 6X, along with offering women's, men's, and all gender silhouettes, they hope that anyone can find their perfect fit. So scrolling printfresh.com, honestly, it's a whole vibe of these vibrant patterns that they create that are in bold colors and whimsical patterns. And it's founded by textile designer and fashion entrepreneur, Amy Velotion. And each piece is designed in-house at their studio in Philadelphia. So I'm torn between two of these brand new spring prints that they have. One is called Camel's Courtyard. It's this green hue, desert-inspired print featuring a camel. And the print is complete with cactus lush greens 
and even some palm trees. Like I could just picture myself drifting off to sleep and dreaming about my own personal oasis. And the other print I love is called Daughters of Triton. It features mermaids and they're beautifully rendered in these illustrations with multicolored embroidery. And I just love that all of Print Fresh's assortment from robes to sleep shirts, PJ separates and more, they're all 100% organic cotton. So comfy. And I was thinking about how Print Fresh would make such a great Mother's Day gift, either for your mom, a new mom in your life, or someone who you love like a mom. And even if you're shopping last minute, no worries there. Print Fresh gift cards can take the stress and guesswork out of gifting. They have fast shipping too and free exchanges. So special offer just for our Breaking Beauty fam. Head to printfresh.com slash breaking beauty or use code beauty for 15% off your first order. That's printfresh.com slash breaking beauty or use code beauty for 15% 15% off your first order. One more time, printfresh.com slash breaking beauty or use code beauty for 15% off your first order. We'll link to that in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. You know, the skinification of the scalp, we hear about this a lot, especially in the skincare world. And certainly the skincare brands are coming for the scalp. But I, I want to hear from you because you talked about microbiome and the significance of keeping that balanced. And maybe you could give us some tips on more specifically what to use for that? Like, is there a probiotic shampoo or what are specifically some of these treatments you're talking about? Great question. So in certain situations, believe it or not, for certain scalp conditions, I do uh, recommend topical probiotics as treatments. Mm -hmm. Well, they're liquid probiotics that just do great results for managing some true scalp abnormalities that I've found. Things like psoriasis, eczema, even some inflammatory issues of women that wear protective style, braiding, traction. There's sometimes an imbalance of bad bacteria. And there's a lot of fungus on the scalp and bacteria on the scalp that is not good. And they don't, those get misdiagnosed by improper dermatologists who are just giving quarters steroids to solve everything. Mm-hmm. So I am a fan of certain as pre-shampoo scalp treatments. Like I said, I manage a condition. It runs in my daughter, my mother, my grandmother. So it's in my DNA. So I am luckily have like this built-in science lab of my family that mm-hmm. I get to see kind of, and we all vary differently, but I've been fortunate enough. That's kind of what threw me into this business. Yes, there's certain pre uh scalp treatments that leave the good bacteria alone. I'm in love with Barbara Sturm's. Her balance is like this serum that is so beautiful that, and you know, when it comes to like the molecular structure of skin, that is applicable to scalp as well. So again, it is base hair type texture, lifestyle. I don't want to minimize the uniqueness of how important it is to be very individualized and custom for you. I think we have to retrain our brains not to look at like our girlfriend that has the most beautiful head of hair and be like, what do you use? And like, just go buy everything they use. You really got to understand what's going on with your body and what are things to help, you know, maintain that microbiome. And a lot of it is what's going on with your gut, you know, what's going on Mm -hmm. with you internally. I'm a huge fan of a lot of these vinegar rinses that are coming out, the scalp rinses. Those are so great in restoring the microbiome and the flora of the scalp. Let's talk about some of the other scalp conditions that people come to you to quote unquote solve. One of our listeners wanted to know about the sudden onset of, I can't say this word, but I'm going to give it a try. Seboroic, seboroic dermatitis. Seboric. How do you say that? Seboric dermatitis. Seboric, seboric dermatitis. dermatitis. 
yes. as an adult. And they were wondering, how does that suddenly appear? And what's the fix for it? If, you know, she says that she's been, you know, coating her hair with oil at night, be- the night before she washes her hair, she's doing that pre-treatment thing, but it's still irritated and red. So what would you suggest on in this case? Org dermatitis is yeast induced. So yeast, we know that for a fact, she would be a great candidate for a topical probiotic as a pre-treatment. What's going on in that body? How much bread are you eating? How much pasta are you eating? How much beer? Anything yeast induced. There's some great tonics. I guess that's the best because we're just figuring out this space, right? So any type of tonic that is going to create, uh, David Kingsley has a few of them. JF Lazar T had some great scalp tonics. The goal is to reduce inflammation and to reduce the buildup of the unwanted yeast, which is called malassezia. We want a good Mm. amount of that on the scalp, but we want to create it. We want to have a healthy balance. And so that balance is going to be based on what you put into your body and then what you're putting outside of your body. We talk about skincare all the time. It really is just skin that's under your hair. And I was reading on your um, Instagram as well that you were saying that a lot of discomfort and flakes and thinning and that can sometimes be due to a damaged skin barrier, which has been a huge topic of discussion in the skincare world over the past year. What about skin barrier disruption and keeping that balanced? Is it back to the probiotics or do you have any tips there? That is all. I feel that the majority of that are people have uh, more cosmetic allergies and they give them, they really recognize. Mm, And they mm -hmm. also are using, no offense, a lot of low grade shampooing that is just filled with stuff that just totally disrupts. It's like wax filled up on the skin barrier. So it just kind of, you stop, it doesn't get oxygen. It doesn't breathe. They're kind of like suffocating their scalps. So Mm. I think it's a combination of poor quality, very frequent shampooing, overstripping of that barrier, right? So it never gets to just sustain itself. So I find that they run either or. And then of course, there are those things in the middle, but it says poor quality cleansing and shampooing or over disruption of that skin barrier that just is like, we're just raw and open and let it, let everything fall where it may. Same Mm. concept. And I think if we could just get people to recognize your scalp, address the same way we address the skin. Now, I had read in a Vogue article, uh, they interviewed you about doing a scalp facial at home. And I wondered if you could give us just a few tips on who needs a scalp facial, how often to exfoliate, how do you put SPF on your scalp without ruining your hair? Maybe you could give us just a few steps in what's involved in the scalp facial. Identification of the scalp for me is starts the night before your shampoo. So I like for my clients to be able to do, like I said, a pre-shampoo scalp treatment. And that is going to be, first and foremost, an oil. I prefer oil-based. I don't believe in necessarily heavy scrubs. I like oils. I don't like anything granular on most scalps because I don't, I have a digital platform. So most of the people that I see in terms of my, when I'm speaking, I don't get to see or touch their scalp. So I try to stay away from anything granular. But there are certain oils like citrus, rosemary, things genuinely exfoliate and turn over the cells on the scalp, as well mm. as nourishes and creates a micro, uh, protects the microbiome and skin barrier. I Is also there a brand? Like, Is there a go-to brand? 
you, Brand is Complex Five by Renee Fritterer. I just, mm. I don't know. There's nothing been more magical for me French. for scalps. The best. <laughs> they do it well. I'm sorry, they do. They do it well. Yeah. And I say, and, and I'm going to put this out there. Remember, a scalp oil is not made to moisturize your hair fiber. That scalp oil is meant to nourish and moisturize your scalp. So it's mm. not going to feel great to the hair. It's not supposed to. The other okay. thing is based at that moment after you apply that pre-shampoo scalp oil, go into a treatment for your hair fiber. You can use a conditioner on dirty hair. You can use a hair oil on dirty hair. Whatever it is, your choice on top of dirty hair, your pre-shampoo scalp treatment. You're going to massage that in. I like the massage brush. If you do red light therapy, any red light therapy you do for your face, Give your scalp a little hit of that. Your scalp is going to appreciate that. If you have a steam that you're steaming your face, like I want people to connect with, this should be your self-care mm. Sunday routine. Shampooing your hair for the maximum result is a ritual. It's not just, I need to wash my body. So mm. if I offer anything, those two things, shampoo, scalp, hair fiber, and any other facial things you have along red light steam, go for it. Steam in the shower. Sleep in that. The mm -hmm. next morning, you apply your shampoo before you hop into the shower to your scalp. Water is even emulsified. You mm -hmm. massage that in. The quality shampoo for all of us that spend money on these products. Let the products work. Let them let, give them chance. Give them a chance to dive into the skin. Like I believe, letting things process. Then you get in the shower after you let it sit, and then you do a true, what we would call a shampoo. Mm -hmm. How a shampoo should be done. At least one of your shampoos a week, if you shampoo more than once or twice a week, should be performed that way. That is going to change the fundamental. Your hair fiber is going to change. Your scalp is going to change. The hair below the scalp is going to change because you're setting up an environment for it to thrive. And that is what cleansing should be. Just not about washing away the product. It's about creating the environment for your hair to truly thrive. Also, that we all should be on satin and silk pillowcases. If yeah. you're really about a hair guru, like you do need to, to be sleeping on satin and silk as well, which is great for the face outside yeah. of the treatment aspect. Yeah, That's one mm -hmm. thing I definitely have incorporated and I love it. I feel like it does make a difference, like less breakage. And your hair is popping. So whatever you do, <laughs> you're doing something right. Thank you. I, I don't know. I got, one of those, I got one of those slip. I didn't really believe it. I have to be honest, but I did get a few of those slip pillowcases over the years, the silk ones. And they really do. I mean, they really do make a difference. I think in for me, less breakage because I'm tossing and turning all night. So I think it is a worthy investment, but just don't put it in the dryer like I did that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't want to keep you too much longer, but we're going to ask for we're going to ask for a budget find and we're going to go high as well. So I know that uh, you're a fan of not everything has to be expensive. So if there's something from your pantry or something very easy, I'd love a tip on that and how it could help with hair loss or the scalp. And then also we had so many questions about PRP scalp injections and those laser helmets. So maybe you could tell us, is it worth the money? Hi, low. So red light is worth the money if you're going to use it. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing with a topical. So if you're serious about your routine, red light is the way to go. In your 
country, if there's one thing that I would say that is amazing for hair, it's going to be coconut oil. I, I think as a pre shampoo, pre scalp, across, like that is my, I, that's the only oil. I use that all over my body personally from head to toe, but I can find the cheapest, you know, whole press oil. It can do wonders for you. So if there was one low product that I would say mm-hmm. that amazing is going to be coconut oil. Sure. Okay. And what about PRP scalp injections? Oh, yes. Yes. So I practice a plant-based PRP, which is micro-needling with plant-based and mineral-based actives. When you do human or blood PRP, yes, you can get a great result. You still have to be addressing your blood, your tissue, and your cell. So if you're not in making sure that your body is still then being replenished with the proper uh, balance of deficiencies you have, say with vitamin D, ferritin, based on the levels for hair growth, not general wellness, you will get an immediate zip, but you're not going to sustain that. So when you are looking for PRP, you have to, I would say, begin your own shift in your routine because you want to maximize that. But yes, it does work, but Mm -hmm. it will have to be continuously done. Mm -hmm. You are not also managing what the blood, what's going on with the blood and your vitamin and mineral stores. Right. Yes. Or not a one and done, right? Just No, it's not a one and done. Yeah. The one and done yet, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a last question, Jill? Let's do it. So if there's one message, I mean, you've shared so much great info here today, Bridget, but if there's one message you'd like our listeners to know about hair loss, scalp care, or our relationship with our hair that hasn't been said today or hasn't been said enough in general, what would you like them to take away? You get your body on point, keeping it balanced. Your hair is just going to thrive as a result of that. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can just pick off of the shelf that's going to change your life. You are going to change your life by empowering yourself with the things that your body needs and the things that are going to aesthetically give your hair the performance that it wants with also maintaining, you know, the health of the scalp to produce head of hair. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Let's